Hi guys, welcome to the Moms of Furries podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Joelle. Welcome to our second podcast. So exciting. Hopefully you guys listened to our first one. Gave you a little bit of information about how we got into the fandom, things like that. Talked about our passion. Yes, we are very passionate about this calling that's come about through this. But today we want to talk to you guys about furries. Do they have support from their families and their loved ones? Is it something that is so personal that they just keep it to themselves. I think the decision to share this information with your family or your tribe, whoever they might be, is kind of a a big decision. I think it can be. You have to probably be very aware of who you're telling, what the consequence will be, things like that. We did an informal poll, just our very unscientific research. Just on our social media. Right, I think all in all we had roughly a thousand responses. So it's a good sampling. I think that's a pretty good response for just a small little YouTube channel that we are. Right. So we reached out to Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, and we basically asked, are your parents supportive? Do they like you and being in the fandom? Do they just not care and they're very neutral about it? Are they very negative about it? Do they not like it? Or do they just not know? Do you keep it secret or they you just haven't cared to tell them. We were pretty surprised by the result, the spread of people on the graph. I feel like it was really surprising because it ended up being kind of a 30-30-30 split percentage-wise of they like and support, they're neutral, or they don't know. And then the remaining 10%, that was where the negative and strong reactions where they fell. And interesting that some of the very strong reactions were really, strong is an understatement. The word hate came up a lot. Just parents thought that it was bestiality. Which that surprises me. That was surprising to me, but when you think about the society that we live in, where people will often share or forward information without verifying the fact all the time, and you know, we live in a society where you have to put a label on your coffee that says it's hot, and on your blow dryer that says don't use this in the bathtub. So (laughs) there's a fair number of people that make assumptions and just go with it without any research whatsoever. I guess so. In that small group of the 10%, it went everywhere from that to they just don't like that it's childish and they think their children need to grow out of it, all the way to it's so adult and it's all about sex. We were surprised about the split. We get a lot of people reaching out to us about telling their parents or not telling their parents. Should I? How How do do I? I? Right. Unfortunately, we don't know your family, so we don't know how to tell people what to say or if you should. That's such a personal decision. It but really is. we do support that whenever possible. Our opinion is we want to know our children, and so we would hope they would give us the opportunity to like or ask questions about whatever their interests are. So our hope is that people will feel comfortable sharing that part of themselves with their family, but also we get that that doesn't apply in every situation. Right, I think for us, it's just that we don't want families to miss out on the fun and the connections that we've gained with our children just because of this misconception. I really think that's what it boils down to. We're like, guys, parents and furries alike, give each other a chance because it could be something that you do together or you talk about together. And like my daughter will come to me and say, hey, did you see so-and-so's new suit? Or did you see this auction or? Well, and I 
think that we couldn't possibly be the only two families in America whose kids spend lots of time in their bedroom and aren't yeah. very interactive, that they are in their social media or playing their video games or whatever it is that they're doing. If there's an opportunity for you to connect, why wouldn't you? And you don't have to jump in and wear first if you don't want to, but just to be aware, I would welcome any opportunity for any positive interaction with my kid. I agree with that totally. It seems like as they grow, those opportunities become more limited. And really my teen, she and I have something that's just ours. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, there's that separateness as you become who you are and develop your own identity. Like, oh, I don't need my family in this too. This is just for me. Right. So I could see that from that standpoint, if you don't want to share, you know, it could be intrusive. And we have asked our teens, does it bother you that we're jumping in? I try to ask on a regular basis, is it still okay? Because if you want me to stop doing this, I will stop. Thankfully, she comes back with, no, I absolutely like it. I'm proud of you. You know, there is that part of it. And there's also, you know, you could have one of those like super, super supportive family members that will come home with five different heads that they bought at the local Walmart when they're picking up milk and eggs. That would be my mom, bless her heart. Yeah, so... <laughs> she, look what I found at the Walmart. Isn't this what you like? Thanks, <laughs> Yeah, so we get that there are certain reasons why you might not want to share with your family. Right. We've just been really lucky that our kids came to us. I am glad that the fandom has accepted us into the fold as they have. Yes, and that our kids don't and, mind us doing it. And that our kids are supportive. It's smart of them because they get to go to way more cons and do more <laughs> furry stuff. They really do, which is where I think mine, she was like, yes, do that. Because in her mind, she was like, it was a lot to get you to come to this first one. If I can get you to go to more, do it. You know, I need a tail. And I was really <laughs> excited. I let you know yesterday I got the fabric. My fabric is really pretty cool. And it I is told, pretty cool. I told Joelle yesterday that I need your kid to come over to work on my tail. I need a tail. And Joelle brought the kid over today and they've just been hanging out. I've been in that room several times. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was some sketching out of a shape and then I saw them working on something, but they were working on something for them. Their Good luck on person, your tail. <laughs> yeah. What about my needs? I don't know. I still haven't decided about a tail. If I found a tail that matched my ears, I probably would wear a tail. I love my ears. I love your ears too. Well, we have the same ears essentially, just different colors. We should be promoting the... I have their business card somewhere. At some point, we'll let you know who did our ears. <laughs> yes, because they were very inexpensive. And, and they're clip-on. I love that. Comfortable, simple design. Yes, really like them. I love it. So we will plug them soon. Yes. But anyway, getting back to our topic, not coming out. See, I use that term because I think of it as sharing this part of who you are, but I realize not everybody identifies with that term because coming out means something completely different. I do get why people have issues with the term. Sure, because I didn't have to come out as a quilter. <laughs> Hopefully in the future, you don't have to come out as anything else either. I think that's why I feel comfortable saying it because I don't believe you should have to come out as anything. I mean, I didn't have to come out as hetero or cis. Right. So if you are transgender, that is immaterial to the person that you are or gay or straight or bi or pan, whatever. Right. Which my child and I have, because we've talked about how she's very involved in garnering support for the LGBTQ plus community. And we've had that talk. I tell her, I just hope you come to a day that it just doesn't matter one way or another. Well, if you think back, you used to have to say, I'm in an interracial relationship. Now, my husband happens to be Hispanic, so what? But I didn't have to say, like, oh, Joel, just to let you know before you meet him, 
<laughs> this is Hispanic. Just want to make sure you're comfortable with that. No. It's nothing uh, now. It's meaningless. Some people take issue with that idea. I hope it becomes something you don't have to talk about because there's been so much fighting for rights and inclusions. I get that you don't want to give up the fight, mm-hmm. but I do hope that we get to a point that the fight is no longer needed. Yes, I completely agree, and I think that that's why I don't mind using the term coming out because I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think coming out is a big deal. Or, uh, you know, right. like you said, we hope that we get to a place where it doesn't matter. Right, exactly. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. How do you feel about sharing this part of you? It is a fandom, but it is kind of a big fandom. It's a big part of who we are. When you are a furry, it's a huge part of your life. And I'm sure that that rings true for Trekkies too sometimes, or people really into Star Wars. But maybe not quite as much as being a furry. But the furry fandom is much more controversial. Yes. Which is weird, but it's true. I tried to step back because I knew we were going to talk about this stuff today. Last night, I tried to step back in my mind, like before we went to the con, how I felt, my perceptions. And really think about that and to speak to the the parents that are still in that zone because i am telling you guys i flipped a switch it was like one moment i really thought we were heading into a like sodom and gomorrah i'm not (laughs) super religious but that's the best reference i can give you Mm -hmm. and i was doing it with my fingers crossed going with my friend and knowing that if it was awful we would just hightail it out and to pulling up to the hotel not even going in and my mind was blown how amazing these people were in these suits it was just like it was like the light turned on like oh my gosh you would you've been stupid well for me i think it was a little different because I always felt different growing up. I always felt like the weird kid. That was hard for me. So my whole desire was always to mainstream, mainstream, and just blend in, not stand mm-hmm. out. When I heard about furry, I wasn't so worried about the fetish. For me, it was, I likened it to LARP or um, board right. games or somebody who goes to Ren fairs all the time. You know, that's just, oh, it's, uh, it just makes you so weird. And I, I hesitate for my kid to do something that makes them weird and not part <laughs> of the group. Because they're not weird at all. Because they're already weird. Yeah, I know, mine and too. <laughs> I, I was projecting. That is what I bring with me from my childhood. And I've watched people that I know that really just embrace their weirdness. And they have a great life. That's why I was saying, we need to go to this first con. Because I'm trying to stretch myself out of that. Like It's totally great to be weird. If you want to live action role, play do it which is funny because that thinking is opposite of how I think so had I really considered it just being like being a weirdo I I would have been on board even my eldest son when he was younger teen preteen felt like he had to be the cool guy and our mantra to him was release your inner dork because that is how you have the most fun not caring what people think having a great time and one thing i also wanted to point out that people just do not focus on and i think we will do hopefully a youtube video in the future with maybe some interviews or some actual instances but we've come across a lot of philanthropy within the fandom people are furries are doing good things and all of the cons as far as all of the ones we're familiar with, contribute to charities, like the proceeds, or a great portion of proceeds. Well, and you have seen in the fandom too, in addition to just the philanthropy, the the good doing, the good deed doing that happens if there's a 
perception that a furry has been slighted. If there is a sick furry, if there is a furry with a sick pet, if, you know, if somebody is having some trouble, the entire community rallies. Well, even your sister's dog had allergy testing yesterday, and we still had so many well-wishers and, mm. like, sending positive energy. It is amazing. Now, I will say once in a while, if we have some furry drama, but it just comes from a passionate, caring place. And what family doesn't have drama? It does feel like this is huge family, so you're right. Uh, that's definitely my opinion, and... We haven't been a part of any drama, but I will say we're also conscious to not be a part of the drama, but it, it just happens. So yes, there is drama. Just to try to avoid it if you can, if your passion allows you. The thing I have noticed time and time again though, it comes from good places. That's true. And sometimes they leap before they look. Yes, and you know, Joelle and I have the benefit of some advanced years. <laughs> So that we try to meter that, you know, we definitely see things on Twitter or things that happen out in life or politically, and we have very or strong... With, within the artist community. Within the artist community, and we have a very strong response to it, but we'll talk to each other and decide, is this something that we want to comment on? Because our, our passion, our mission is not to be political, it is to support how awesome the fandom is, so we have to be careful about that. Our entire goal is to show all of the positive because the positive is 99% of it. It far outweighs anything else. Yes. And we just want people to understand that this is a great community. But I think that, you know, going back to the poll and everything, I, I think that our hope is to get to a place where that 10% of negative response goes way down so that if there's still 30% of you that aren't sharing, it's just because you don't want grandma to bring you home any heads from Walmart or you just want to have your own separateness as an individual and not because of fear of backlash or that your mom might out you on Facebook to all her friends. So you know what? Could you guys comment? Let us know. Reach out to us on Twitter at Moms of Furries, on Instagram at Moms of Furries, on our website. Uh, yeah. MoFurries.com. MoFurries.com. Send us an email, MoFurries at Gmail or through the website. Let us know if you are part of that basic third of the fandom not sharing. Is it because you just want to be separate and it's your own thing? That's great. Or is it because you're concerned that you will fall or your family will fall into that 10% really negative reaction? We'd like to know. We would be very interested to know. I'm sure there's a number of reasons. I work in a family business, so it would be my professional life as well as my family life. There's got to be Ooh, a Oh, that's a good one because I have seen people that say, I keep them separate, my professional and personal life separate. That is a valid thing. That's true. Although, I have a tiger parent, and they want me to go to medical school. I can't have any other outside interests. It's not about furry. It's just outside interests. Right. could be varying reasons. We're just interested. Yeah, we want to know what, what's going on and about you. And honestly, if you've got advice for us, we would love to hear it on how we can better serve the furry fandom to get the word out. What are we doing wrong? Or We will, we will take constructive criticism because... We want to make it better. We want to make sure what we do is continually valuable to the community. And respectful. And respectful, right. Watch out for more Moms of Furries 
podcast coming soon, talking about the fandom. We're going to compare some cons. We've been to a few now, and uh, we're getting ready to go to another one. Very exciting. Yes. And please, if you haven't yet, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe if you are interested. Like us if you are willing, and share if you think we could benefit someone else. And if you decide you'd like to be a patron, we do have a Patreon page, and certain levels give you access directly to us, a monthly Skype call, or we are starting a monthly Discord chat with another level. So yeah, check us out. If you're comfortable supporting us to get the message out, we would love that. Um, If not, we hope that you'll still continue to listen. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks and have a great day. Bye. Bye.